0: Art here from the Art and Span Show, Q106, Michigan's Rock Station, and we are at Soaring Eagle Casino Resort with the founder. A Five Finger Death Punch. That's got to feel good to say, right? Like, I'm (laughs) the founder. founder. Yeah. I
1: don't know. That was a long time ago. (laughs) when you say founder, that means somebody had to start it. Right. You know, day seven, there's a second guy. So, technically, (laughs) you know, it's like which twin is, you
0: know, came out first. They're still twins, you know? (laughs) Yeah. We're here with Zoltan from Five Finger Death Punch. founder,
1: (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, but it's good to have that title, though. Something that you've built when you look at the history of the band. You guys have been around for a while. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, like, look, somebody had to start
1: it, but... But, but now, in retrospect, you know, looking back, it almost sounds weird to say that mm-hmm. because yeah, it's, it's a team, right? You know, and not, we could not do this without any of the guys. I mean, the music is a sum is the sum total of of who we are as individuals, right? Right. And so it's it's really a team, you know. That's it's. it's it's a theme effort.
0: Yeah, and you guys have been through a lot. I mean you guys have had a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> but it seems like now, more than ever, going into album eight, if I'm correct, yeah, that right. you guys are, are really spinning the wheels on this one. Like you guys are really in motion and better than ever. Yeah, you know, it's like it's everybody survived,
1: you know. We had us uh, you know, we had those years that yeah. the party animals and uh, you know, all that stuff. Everybody did the the rock and roll, you know, lifestyle thing that, you know, people kind of dream of, whatever. But um, you know everybody survived. I mean, I even died twice, but we <laughs> yeah.
0: we actually you know, but when <laughs> yeah.
1: survived. But uh, I mean, look, this this was you know he's like my little brother. You know what I mean? That was probably the hardest part, in, you know, in this band watching him that I'm running out of options. This this kid gonna die on me. You know what I mean? And yeah, and but no one gets left behind. You know, they take that seriously. And you know, after you know, just being there for him, you know, going through the rehab with him. And, you know, everybody is sober now and everybody... In. Right. So I guess the band is in a possible best shape, I would say. Yeah. You know, both physically and mentally that it did ever been. And then it actually shows because we go to the studio and that's a big difference when there's a, you know is this real connection this real brotherhood there and now we can look back to the times that we survived all that right you know this is why the military guys when they come home that nothing forges brotherhood and and friendship like when you really go through some crap together you know yeah and it was some dark times that we had to you know yeah we had to go through and and we are here today as you know closer as, as ever best friends and you know and it shows the music this this new record i think is going to be the best
0: now you guys are, are well known for being big supporters of the military and the fire department mm-hmm. and, and police around why is that such an important part i mean obviously we know as americans that in order to be free there are people there that fight for us but you guys make it a priority when yes. you go out to certain places you know when you go overseas mm-hmm. uh talk about the importance of that to you and the band
1: well it's 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 a multi-layered situation you know there are you know from the whole band there's a perspective then i have my own perspective i grew up in a country where we didn't have the constitution you guys have it, yeah. you know it was a communist country transiting into the semi-communist post-communist sort of you know um i was i would say um political um and economical sort of state you know and um so I can A B it for you what's the difference when you know when, when I was a kid and I saw Americans who were out on the street striking and I would tell my dad, really? They can go out on the street and right. strike and nobody shoots them? Yeah. Well I wanna go there. You know? Yeah. So that's 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 my personal, you know? Yeah. And then and then if you look at that, you know, there the world is not, you know, glitter ponies and, and you know and rainbow color unicorns. That just doesn't exist, right? Yeah. So you do need an armed forces, you need you do need, you know, police and these guys and firefighters and all these the first responders, all these guys, are the the ones that sort of hold this fiber of society together. And it's really unfair that people don't recognize that. You know, if imagine if these guys didn't go to work for one day, right. imagine the chaos. You know, yeah. So so it's 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 grossly unfair how they're being treated. So you know, so it's both personal, and I think everybody in the band kind of feels the same way. And then and the second layer of this, that just happened to be our fan base. Yeah, you know, because because you write music you write lyrics that comes from your personality right and in this band everybody's like i don't like to use this alpha personality but Mm -hmm. that's the only description i can tell you that you know people who just plow forward and and you don't accept you know you don't accept defeat you don't accept um um positions that are unfavorable for you you fight through it you figure out a way if if there is a rock you smash it you can't smash it you flow around it you know what i mean it's you just play forward that's a specific mentality mm-hmm. you know this is not a victim meta- mentality this is a fighters mentality who's gonna who's gonna understand that who's gonna attach to that these guys right the guys who are doing that who live that life so automatically it's kind of who our fan base is yeah. the first the very first shows you know that we start playing some 12 years ago, those were the guys. You know, two years in, I see Marines and, and Army guys in uniform sometimes saluting while we're playing certain songs. That's going to be crazy. So, you know, and then we yeah. start to get the invitations from the U.S. So we became the, I guess, the most popular band among, you know, um, uh, enlisted, you know, and and officers, you know. Right. I mean, we have a lot of friends that are actually generals, you know. Yeah. So, so we start to get these invitations and we went overseas, overseas and, and to Europe to to the Middle East to uh, the Pacifics you know so we played probably every military base there is you
0: know it's crazy and,
1: and I love doing that you know it's a, it's a different fan base it's like it's home right and I, I grew up on military
0: bases anyway
1: so for me it's especially it's
0: home yeah now you talk about your fighters mentality and, mm-hmm. and with doing a little bit of research um you're big into brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah. and now correct me if i'm wrong do you have a black belt through hoyler gracie no i basically i'm a i have a black belt in judo oh okay i started judo.
1: judo when i was like nine ten years old
0: maybe even earlier
1: wow. you know and so I was doing that, competing, going through that. And, and then when I came to America, you know, in my 20s, that's when I'm like, oh my God, all these martial arts that are yeah. not available to me were are, are available now. So I started to dabble into everything. And then uh, the, the short story would be that, you know, I, I started to, you know, explore Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I knew what it was. I mean, I saw the fights and I, I, I was well aware of it, but I never actually rolled with high-level Jiu-Jitsu guys. And, And maybe about 10 years ago, a friend of mine took me out to an academy, Neutral Grounds Academy in California, um, who's run by Evaldo Lima, a a brutal black belt. He's a world champion. And and he's he always came there. Always He came there, and you know I had the opportunity to roll with him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean he whooped my ass. That that was this was a, just an <laughs> incredible experience. That I'm thinking, oh, I'm a black belt Jew. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I, I, there's nothing I could do because you know we started from the ground, and you know we are bipedal. We, your muscle and your skeletal structure is, is designed to you know, walk around and you can keep your balance because you did that in your whole life. Now go down and four, yeah. you know, go down on the floor. There are muscles that you need that, that don't exist or it's not developed. So it's a whole different, you know, animal. And I was, you know, and judo has some grand game, Navaza. And, um, but I mean I mean it's, and it's always grace on top on it right yeah. so he whooped my ass and a little technically I just like, here's my black belt give me a white belt I start, <laughs> I start jiu-jitsu you know you gotta yeah. be humble to honest. but it's also so, Hoist Gracie yeah of course yeah. yeah it's the greatest of all time and then and then basically that's how it started and I became really good friends with Hoyler and you know all the guys and yeah. you know even my girlfriend's is a Gracie. She's a you know Gracie. Oh, that's Gracie. awesome. Yeah. So, it's, it's so you follow family, <laughs> right? So you follow
0: Kron and everyone. And oh yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah. I
1: was just in New York. I was seeing Hobson's fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: we travel around, you know, like. And you go to the Bellator fights too. Yeah, you I get mean, to I, see. Can, yeah, that's. Yeah. There was a
1: time when I used to be a, a judge for a. A gladiator challenge no like way scoring that yeah.
0: really yeah what was I, that experience like
1: I mean you know Ted the guy who who used to it was in a, you know heydays or the early days of MME when it wasn't even allowed everywhere so we
0: would have to go to Indian reservations because right. that's where it was allowed you know yeah so yeah I mean I've been there that whole thing And when you see it evolve now to what it is yeah. and you see you know like the like recent the beginnings right yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah it's gotta be good to see yeah, oh, yeah. And, and, and I mean you obviously watch a lot of the fights I wanted to get your reaction too to uh, the whole Jorge Masvidal and Ben Askren mm-hmm. fight with that 5 second KO I mean yeah. it, when I was there you were there I was cage side yeah really yeah did you hear it, the crack it, it, yeah <laughs> it sounded like whole yeah You know, it was like, oh man. But it's satisfying though because when when you look at it, the
1: thing about Ben, man, this is the thing about Ben. It's it's so for some reason people tend to hate him. Mm -hmm. You know, because I don't think they get. He has a weird sense of humor. Mm -hmm. You know, and he gets under people's skin. Like you know, he's he's talking crap, but it's not done. It's not a teetard. He's kind of talking crap. It's not the McGregor kind of. It's a right. It's kind of like a condescending sort yeah. of talking crap, but he's a funny dude, right? You know what I mean. So, so if you if you kind of know him, I don't know him personally, but I just saw his you know his stuff. He's a pretty laid back kind of funny dude, and he likes spoken, You know what I mean? Yeah. So, when he got knocked out, I mean, the whole arena was, yes, you had it coming!
0: Yeah. You know? But I kind of wanted to see that fight going. I know? did too, just because it's, uh, Jorge's been around since the, the Florida backyard he's, he's, days. He's an amazing fighter, but amazing. so is Ben. You know what yeah. I mean? I
1: mean, Ben was imported, you know, from the other, You know he was like, what, 19 and 0 or something?
0: Yeah, 19 and 0, and now 19 right? and 1. Yeah. And it sucks because when you look at something like that, and you look at, I mean, you know the but, training that goes yeah. into it, oh, yeah. to lose it in yeah. five seconds. And, I mean, it's, it's the
1: same thing like Jose Aldo. Imagine that fight. I know, 13 you know, seconds, I that fight and then boom it's out yeah and it's like this is the thing but this is this is how you know you understand especially fighters understand this you know I would never get into a bar fight or I never you know right because everybody a 13 years old girl can knock you out you know what I mean (laughs) yeah if she hits you the right way the right Right. you know what I mean so everybody can get knocked out. it's yeah it's you know, and and that happens sometimes. Yeah, it you
0: happens. you had mentioned, uh, and I hate to talk about pop culture stuff, but I have to bring this up. You had mentioned the whole Justin Bieber thing of yeah. Justin Bieber and Tom Cruise, <laughs> and you posted on Instagram. You said, "Hey, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll fight, fight you right? for charity," <laughs> and and it got me to thinking. If you if, 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 let's say Justin Bieber decides to pass on that, and probably yeah. be for his best interest, uh-huh. but if you had <laughs> to pick in a top three celebrities or even like rock stars in a friendly fight, who would you pick? <laughs> To fight, yeah, to fight. Uh, and, you know, tell you the truth, it's like I'm not in that. Um,
1: what, how would I say? Is so, you know, when you let's say you're a UFC fighter, right? So, right, pick you your you know, that's your career, right? I don't have anybody, it, and it's the fighter's mentality. It's like I don't have anybody that I would be mad at or angry at, or you know what I mean, right? To, but since the only reason I said it because Justin, you know, posted that, like, yeah, I would fight, you know. Ted, what Tad Cruz? I almost. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that would be funny. Cruz, yeah.
1: Justin Bieber and Ted Cruz, <laughs> and after that, Ted will sue you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, um <laughs> that was funny. Tom Cruz, <laughs> Tom Tad, it's the same. It's it's funny. So uh, so when he posted that, I thought like, you know, that's funny. I don't yeah. know why Tom. You know, it's it would be actually a. a probably the biggest fight ever oh yeah
0: if, if that happened yeah who wouldn't watch that could you imagine the purses for it yeah. it would be who insane watch that yeah
1: but I figured like ah, probably Tom not gonna take that fight and I'm
0: like hey I know? think Tom would have a pretty good chance though just because he does do his own stunts well he has man strength right you yeah, know what I mean? Not there's, boy there's strength, man you know, strength. Don't underestimate
1: <laughs> those dads, man. Yeah. those, those man strengths, because that's what happens. You you mess with one of those guys that are in their fifties in a bar, yeah, and you hit them with a chair, and it it won't even flinch. It's and always like, the it's
0: ones a, that look like they can't yeah, fight. That's that can a fight. different
1: kind of. That's like you know, like the, especially with those bodies, like the
0: feeders. Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't yeah.
1: look like he's a, a fighter. Yeah, Randy one.
0: Couture's and the Dan Hendersons of you just know, like you the, can
1: hit him in a truck, and now you have to buy a new <laughs> truck. You know what I mean? It's those guys. So. Yeah, I want, but look, uh, I think Justin is training. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think he's t- training boxing. I, I saw him doing – he's pretty athletic. He's a young. Yeah. You know, probably has the – what I don't think he has, I don't think he has that fighter's mind. You know? Right. That I'm I'm in here now, and it's one of us walking out of here. You know right. what I mean? That's a totally different mentality. Now, you guys – When I go fight, I, go, I do jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I go to world championships. I, I get a couple of – you know, I have some hardware. I got second place and world championship and this and that in my weight class and category but you know but um when you're out there it's you and the other guy yeah you know and now we're going there is nobody to save you here this is this is you you know and it takes a certain kind of mentality to you know i would recommend everybody tries it you know because if the first fight you get into is somewhere in the streets or somewhere in a bar or whatever they have a playground whatever right in your head in your imagination you're a great fighter that never happens. <laughs> you you are so much better in your mind than you actually are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you you know and you learn it from the movies that you know I I hit this guy and then he you know he flies back and does a triple spin in the air. That also doesn't happen. You know some, yeah. sometimes you have to punch somebody in the head fifteen times and they didn't even flinch. I mean. It's just one of those things that if if you were if you didn't train you you just don't understand right. what really happens. That's kind of why I like jiu jitsu and, and let's say judo are two specifically these two martial arts because I can go full force, you know. So I know exactly what's happening. I know exactly how much you weigh, what it takes to throw you, what it takes to submit you, how it feels when I'm getting my you know my ass kicked. How does it feel when I'm getting you know in a, in trouble, mm-hmm. right? And it's, it comes with full force because we can, you know, if I throw somebody, once I throw you, once, it's called a kazushi, once you lose your balance, right? Once I made you move and, and made you lose your balance, now I throw you, right? Once I throw you, then I, I have control how you land. I can be nice and put you on your back and just get the ippon or the, you know, or the point in, in two points in, in jiu-jitsu. Or I can drop you on your head. Right. It's up to me. Now, if we are friendly and training, I'm not going to do that, obviously. Right. I I mean, if I'm on the street, I'm definitely going to do that, you know. It's just what it is. But you learn how it actually feels. It's not like, you know, those fake punches. There are some martial arts when they don't really hit each other or can't use, you know, hands or whatever. You know, there are some, you know. I like this, too, because you can really test it.
0: Yeah. Right. Now, one last question, then we'll let you get going. You had the new album coming out. Yeah. Uh, no release date yet, right? No. No.
1: Probably, you know, either either
0: December though. Okay. Or maybe, maybe, maybe if we push it to twenty twenty, we'll see. Okay. Now I read that this is going to be heavier. How? <laughs> how is it like when you huh. think of five figure obviously you guys have your slower ballads, but for the well, most part it's hard hitting this
1: this this will this will cause a debate in some certain you know <laughs> this answer will cause a debate in certain <laughs> forums yeah. well look you know a lot of people listen to super heavy music and for them they look at us like ah that's a radio band or whatever right mm-hmm. and people who listen to radio will say like oh man that's way too heavy for us or you know they so we are kind of on a cusp in between and and we obviously we have a lot of a lot of heavy heavy songs, but I would say heavier in a way that we kind of gravitating back toward this big groove style of okay. of, 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 of metal. So so when you do that it actually feels heavier. You yeah. know, you can play something super technical, right? And it's never it's not gonna be it's not going to feel as heavy as some, you know, some sloggy big groove. It just feels heavier. Right. So it's not necessarily necessary faster. It's not necessarily angrier that way. And, and then, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, we are fairly comfortable with, with the record. We'll, it will take as long as it takes. Right. You know, I, I, we have one, you know, objective. It has to be good. It has yeah. to be the best we have done so far. So if it, you know, if you can finish it,
0: we finish it. If not, then next year, right? Well, and there's no pressure but, behind yeah, it too, exactly. like you said. Now,
1: now there's luxury it, that we have now that we don't, you know, don't we don't care how long it takes. But, right. But you know, but the songs that are there right now, I mean, probably the biggest grooves, the biggest heaviest sort of grooves that that we have written, and then also there are a couple of songs that Ivan already did the vocals on that, um, just different, you know. Not heavy, but different. Just you know, I think I think um, it's gonna be very diverse. And then, and on the end, we see how many of what songs be put on that record. We kind of like to keep it in in balance, right? But I feel like again, I'm just predicting it. Imagine if somebody, you know, let's say we write five more ballads or five more slower songs, that would change the equation. But I don't think it's gonna go there, you know, okay. because it really feels that I, I can see this very coherent picture now that okay this this gonna be or you know this gonna be a little bit you know denser heavier you know I'm, i wouldn't say darker but just you know it's a grooves i think right we're excited to it's check it out it's yeah. a mood, you know i mean it, i was joking about but i used to write guitar riffs that you write a riff then you have to stand up with your guitar how does it feel when you play it and then you really know because right. because some riffs you know especially those very tacky bands it just doesn't give itself to move, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if, you know, look, this band, everybody can really play, right? Jason is an unbelievable, you know, uh, guitar player. And if he was really let loose, I mean, that he can shred, holy Jesus, right? <laughs> but he plays for the song. You know, he still let it go sometimes, but he plays for the song. Same thing, can I shred? Of course I can. Can I play insane time signatures? Of course I can. Um, our drummer, Jeremy was an amazing drummer. Charlie has a master's degree. I mean, like, you can throw out something. Like, hey, give me a 13-8, a and he won't even think about it. Yeah, here you go. Wow. There it is, right? So everybody can really, really play, but you have to understand that there's a difference between trying to impress your peers. Or well, look at me. Or write songs that mean something to people. It's not the same. So that there is an art to songwriting. And and if somebody asks me which one is more difficult, write a, a super tacky song with you know seven different time signatures and uh, that's much easier to do than write a simple song that will be a mega hit that people will remember for decades that's much harder because if it was easier you would have done it right you know because that's what gets you on in arenas and that's what gets you to be a a headliner so any band that comes out like ah that's you know Come on what, what are you saying you're saying like oh, i don't want to be successful i want always wanted to be this underground <laughs> band with 17 fans <laughs> says nobody come yeah. on right so you know and so this is a balance and we're trying to always keep the balance of how much you know like like even the leads if i play i'm more of a classical ish more metal than than let's say jason right and his leads fit our music way more because what happens if I do them? It's like legato sweeps and all that stuff, the mom's teenish stuff that I was into, right? Then it will really push the music toward metal, like in a right. classical sense. You know, is that the right flavor? I don't think so. You know what I mean? I think his leads and and he's actually way better on leads than me, and and even his holding, he's holding, he's holding back, because sometimes it's like ah, that's maybe too much. It's not, it's not about it. it the, low, the lead has to be a song in a song, you know. So, so it's you know it's really controlled in some way we control it right how much of what you know it, it has to be tasteful it has to be you know and don't overcomplicate it that flies right over people's
0: head they yeah don't,
1: they don't get that, a big fat groove, however. Yeah, so that sticks yeah, with people. break yeah. something.
0: No. <laughs> that's what you want. Yeah. Well, we're excited to check out the new record. Uh, early 2019, or late 2019, early 2020 yes, release that's, that's is what, what we're, we're looking, looking at. at yeah. Awesome. you got this three-week tour within this moment and uh-huh. then you guys are back in the studio. Yeah. And in this moment, Fire From the Gods, which yeah. is an
1: unbelievable band. I yeah. love that band. Actually, I, be, I manage them. Bad Boys and, and, and Fire From the Gods. Both of them, both of those are very
0: special man too, Yeah. You know. So, that's, that's going to continue for, for quite some time. Yeah, we're excited to check out the album. Thank you so much yeah, for your awesome. time, man. I appreciate it. We are live at uh, Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Five Finger Death Punch on Q106.